Hello and welcome to the Movies We've Never Seen podcast. This podcast does contain occasional strong language and adult themes. If you are averse to spoilers for the film that is listed in the title, please tune out now, go watch the movie, or, like us, stop at the intermission, watch the movie, and resume the podcast after. This episode also contains spoilers for Seven Samurai, Lawrence of Arabia, and Anna Karenina. Thanks for coming along on this ride with us. Please enjoy. The Movies We've Never Seen podcast is recorded before a live studio audience. You once said that uh, you like to make an audience scream through technical means. What is it about an audience screaming that you like? Now, those are the kind of questions uh, that the film buffs like to ask. They expect an awful lot of the sort of material that I don't tell anybody. And it was a nightmare. It was an eye-opener. Ignorance. Sheer ignorance. You know, there's no confidence to equal it. I don't have any problem with enjoying a big blockbuster. I'm not a fascist of those boring art movies which when they are over you are glad that they are over and then you celebrate it just as a kind of a superstitious measure i will talk about it so that i don't have to see it again or whatever so in a way our, our broadcast was an assault on the uh, credibility of that machine we wanted people to understand that they shouldn't take any opinion predigested and they shouldn't swallow everything that came through the tap we had uh, Orson Welles, Albert Hitchcock, John Ford, Howard Hawks, Roman Polanski. We had uh, Antonioni. We did, it was unbelievable time to listen to these guys talk. Welcome back to the Movies We've Never Seen podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and I'm joined by Anna hey. and Michael. Hello. I did you guys in the wrong order yeah. this time. Whoa. Nice. Uh, <laughs> we should answer for each other. Oh, no, we missed it. Hey. Oh. Yeah, so uh, today we're going to be talking about some movies, but before we do that, I want to ask you guys a question mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. movies in general to see where your head's at. All right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna throw back to a classic question mm-hmm. here. What are your three favorite movies of all time, or currently? Whoa! Wow, blast from the past. Okay. What's funny is shower <laughs> thoughts the other day. I was going. I'm gonna rethink my answer to that because the last time I gave answers to this, it was kind of, you know, just blast in the dark. I don't really know what my three favorite movies are, and I had really three good answers after that shower wow. that I don't remember. Oh, just oh. So, like normal shower thoughts. You I can't know. remember yeah. once you're at the shower. Dang it. I know you towel your hair off and all the thoughts just get caught in there. All people don't have this issue, which is why you should shave your head. This ad is supported by Gillette, a proud sponsor of the show. Yeah, use and the code Airbender M- Nation. Use code the Air Use code MWNS at checkout. By the way, um, so I, I will. All right, so I need to. I, I'm gonna actually. I'm going to do a little swap here. This is pending a rewatch of one of the films. I'm going to say um, Casablanca, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road, and The Wailing. Uh, oh. Pending a rewatch of Old Boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really liked The Wailing. The mm-hmm, Wailing mm-hmm. was so good. It hit everything I wanted to in a way that, while Old Boy, I think, is just, just a, a peak Korean thriller mindfuck movie mm-hmm. and has one of the greatest fight scenes of all time, 
The Wailing also had like that weird, whimsical, supernatural sort of side to uh-huh. it while still mm-hmm. having that Korean thriller feel. Mm-hmm. So, tentatively, before rewatch of Old Boy, I think I'm actually going to say currently it's those three. I think The Wailing oh. has supplanted wow, Old Boy. Wow, that's a, that's a lot. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. It must have been yeah. really good because Old Boy is like your it's one your of my favorites. Thing, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have been in just a big Korean movie mm-hmm. kick yeah. recently. Like I rewatched The Host not too long mm-hmm. ago. We we watched uh, Michael and I watched mm-hmm. Parasite, which will have been out by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, time travel for us, not you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the the par- we we watched Parasite, uh, which was pretty good. You know, I've got other movies that I'm watching. Uh, potentially, there's uh, another movie, Memories of a Murder and Burning, that I've got on my list to watch here uh, coming up soon. Burning. Burning. Yeah. yeah, it's like a 2019 mm-hmm. Korean film. Uh, it's starring... Is it about something burning? Uh, I'm assuming <laughs> at the end. Um, I, uh, it's got... Um, God, uh, who's, he's actually like a... Um, I think it's Daniel Day Kim maybe in it? Or, or someone... No, 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 not Daniel Day Kim. Not Daniel Day Kim. He's he's in a lot of stuff that like you've seen like he's on like a lot of like TV stuff he's like a like a an actor who is like in a lot of American stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's Day Korean. Kim. No, it's not Daniel Day Kim. It's someone else. It's someone that's I'm I thinking <laughs> Dan- and it might be Daniel Day Kim. I can't remember bad with names. But anyway, I'm, I've been in a very big Korean kick. But I want to rewatch Old Boy. But I think The Wailing has supplanted it. So I don't know. What what do you guys? Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. I know, I know two of yours. <laughs> Let me guess. The Mummy and My Big Fat Greek Wedding. <laughs> for me the, I, the thing is i fully accept that my big fat greek wedding is nowhere near on the same level of cinema masterpieces like old boy and all those but for me personally in terms of rewatch factor i could put that on at any time and just be fine not at any time only, only when, when it was, was funny, funny. Mm-hmm. um <laughs> but yeah no i could i could that's like a comfort movie like you know like like a good comfort food, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, My Big Pet Creek Wedding, um, The Mummy. Gosh, I'm going to have to think. Do you know? Yeah. I, I don't know what your third favorite <laughs> I mean, years past, I would have said um, Quo Vadis. I haven't seen Quo Vadis in so many years, though. I would, I'm, maybe Ben-Hur. Oh, I was wow. going to say, I thought you were going to say Solo, but... <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a joke. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. Hey, Ando. Um... Oh man, yeah, we're we're over. This is over audio, so you you can't see my my thousand yard death stare. Yes, <laughs> the live studio audience can. I really like Cabin in the Woods. I do wow. like that one. Cabin, you know. Wow, I feel like that answer was influenced by something something that might have been discussed earlier today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, honestly, like, Cabin in the Woods is probably, like, it really is, honestly, yeah. like, probably at least in, it may not be top 10, but it's, like, top 20 mm-hmm. for me. I really like I Trick or Treat, that, yeah. too. Trick or Treat, yes, yeah. Trick or Treat's a great yeah. movie. I mean, I'm not, like, a big horror person, but out of all the horror movies I've seen, I do like, I, those two are great. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. they, at least they are, if you're, if you're counting your favorite movies as movies that are, like, you would think of five of five, I would say mm-hmm. it's probably those two. Yeah. And Moonstruck. Yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Uh, so, gosh, how can you not be moved? 
<laughs> I the only movement I made during that movie was a one of the bowel because it was shit. I would. It's not a top three or even a top five. It's a top ten for me though. So Michael, have you have you have your shower thoughts come back to oh you? Oh my gosh, no. Um, no. Well, one of them did come back to me. And speaking of things we discussed earlier that the audience doesn't know about, um, I would say persuasion, which I think we determined oh, was yeah, the nineteen ninety five one question mark. Yeah, I will gosh, confer with my wife movie. and come back to you on that one. But um, I well, would... I'll ask you. Make sure to write it down, and I'll, I I'll ask you in a future. Oh, episode. the new Anna Karenina too it was really good. Very good. Yeah. It was a very good movie. I would almost say for you, Anna, like it would be because how much you have talked about it and rewatched it. Uh, the 13th Warrior, I feel like, oh, is yeah. probably one of those for you. <laughs> then I guess maybe The Northman. I forgot about that. Oh, I wow. really do like that. Like, everyone's going to say, like, hey, let's have some popcorn and, re- and watch The 13th Warrior. <laughs> that is true. She does do this a startling amount. <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what did I say? You said no persuasion. particular order. Persuasion. Uh, I had a third one, but I can't remember it now, which is really bad. Oh, Pig. Oh, Pig. That one oh on yeah, there. that was very a good, great one. About that one. Uh, speaking of Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> and then one I kind of want to really go back and watch again is uh, The Color Out of Space. Because I think I want that one to I be really in at least the top that. like 10 range right now, just based on how I'm feeling. I, I could be the top five. But the other one that I, ha- I would have to replace that just absolute popcorn, fa- fantastic masterpieces, uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Watched oh, that one again pretty recently. Mm, so good. I feel like that but just goes I, without saying. I know. Like, you I, yeah, I think, think that's so much it. fun. You don't have to say the Lord of the Rings. Cause yeah. If you're not a fan of the Lord of the Rings, you're not a person. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't exist. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. people who think the Harry Potter books are better than the movies, they're wrong and they should be thrown out. Everyone knows that the movies are better. Just like everyone knows the Lord of the Rings movies are great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never seen a Harry Potter movie or read a Harry Potter book. God bless you. I think <laughs> I kind of I, I kind of want to keep it that way. They were fun. I saw like what maybe it was like Prisoner of Azkaban because like a bunch of my friends were going to go see it when yeah. it first came out, and I was like, okay, I'll go with you just to, like hang out mm-hmm. with my friends, but it was sold out because it was opening day. Oh yeah. So I ended <laughs> up buying a ticket to Shrek Two. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's probably better. the better yeah. choice. Yeah. No, but then I just went into the Harry Potter oh, theater. And stood in the back. So I oh. probably stole. No, I, I sat down. So I probably oh, stole wow. someone's seat. I think it, but but like there were a bunch of. Well, that was at the yeah. time before like you had like recliners, yes. and nowadays, with yeah. bless the assigned seating. <laughs> bless. Um, yeah, so you didn't have assigned seating, and so it could have just been somebody that like pre-ordered a mm-hmm. ticket and then just mm-hmm. never showed up. No, you mm-hmm. stole that person's seat, and they had to watch Shrek Two, which actually was the better choice, and they ended up coming out. If we're going with like a like a utilitarian uh, a view of, of happiness, <laughs> they actually ended up with more net positive happiness than you. Yeah. The crimes I committed as a as a teenager, yeah. preteen, I don't know, when that, whenever that came out. No. no. The other one I would have thrown out there is just the entire Alien franchise. Re, not rewatched, finally watched Alien Covenant the other day. Oh! I know. I have had it sitting on my one. shelf, I think, since it came out on you know, DVD, Blu-ray, and just went, I will watch this immediately just, four years Just out of, <laughs> out of curiosity, because we both have seen it here, and yes. I will put a spoiler shield for it if you want to add spoilers, but mm-hmm. just in general, what did you think of, of uh, Covenant? I really liked it. Okay, right? Okay, yes. Okay. It was good. It was good. really good. Like, I, I really have to sit down and think about it, but i probably go, if you're looking for just absolute... Horror, Alien has to be the top one. But if you want like 
fun, great, clearly aliens. Yes. Then probably Alien, Covenant, and then the rest of them. Yeah. Um, really Prometheus sure was pretty decent, but it mm-hmm. wasn't as good as Covenant. Like, I like mm-hmm. that. I like that Covenant had just more lore. I yes. guess I really like. I wanted that. Prometheus. Prometheus, if it had more lore, would have been better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was kind of mm-hmm. like the lore setup movie. Yeah. And it just yeah. it was okay, but it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it was it was just solidly in in the middle. Like it wasn't bad. But yeah, like like Covenant is mm-hmm. just really yeah, good. Like the body horror in that was yes. very well done. And like Michael Fassbender, oh, yeah. Numi Rapace, yes. um, uh, like even uh, what's his face, uh, like uh, Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. then you had uh, uh, who else? Are you talking about Prometheus or Covenant? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, no Covenant. Covenant. Uh, well, and then uh, at least Danny Prometheus, McBride. Yes. Prometheus. Had Danny a, McBride was so good in yes. that. Had Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. I feel like that almost automatically picked Yeah, but look, I mean, it was... He brought Danny it up Danny McBride a bit. was really good it in was. that. I yeah. really enjoyed that, yeah. Anyway, but that's not the movie yeah. we're here to talk no. about. We're oh, going to okay. take a 100% right, 180 <laughs> shift. Uh, surprise, surprise, I'm going to read you a summary here um, okay. Okay. of what Alrighty. this movie is. So, while on a journey of physical and spiritual healing, a brilliant surgeon is drawn into a world of mysticism and apocalyptic threats. It's Dr. Zhivago. <laughs> Dr. Strange? That, yes. Yes. Okay. That Ooh. was... I'm pretty good at this yeah, now Yeah, you're, you're good at this now. Uh, that was 100% looking for Dr. Strange, because I'm like, I didn't have time to come up with a better <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, for a spit second, I yeah. think you about Dr. Strangelove. I'm like, what? I considered doing Dr. Strangelove. Okay. Okay. That but you didn't say good. maimed surgeon. A maimed sur- He was maimed in Doctor Strange, though. Yes. Yeah, so he it was. for either. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It could have. <laughs> so we are talking about Doctor Zhivago, directed by David Lean. <laughs> yes. Are you going to have a, a fit this time? <laughs> cool. Uh, direct- from 1965. So this was after Lawrence mm-hmm. of Arabia. Mm-hmm. This was his. Three um, years. Uh, yeah, it was sixty-two. Was Lawrence okay, of Arabia. Yeah, so this was his next okay. film. Yes. So uh, this one is essentially like, like a again a classic film mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, of his. It, it fun fact. And this is a little bit of trivia. I'll give you adjusted for inflation. This was the eighth grossing, the eighth highest grossing movie of all time if adjusted for inflation. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Yes. So it should be the eighth best film of all time because yes. we all know movies that make the most money should the be the best. best. Just like Avatar. <laughs> yes. Not The Last Airbender. I mean The Blue oh People. The one with the drummers. The Blue Man Group. Avatar. The Blue Man Group. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Guardians. Smurfs. <laughs> the... <laughs> yes. Smurfs, for some bad. reason, I wanted to say OK Go too, some, but I'm like, no, that you already They're said Blue Man Group. Just when you think that I'm guy from Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. I got blued. <laughs> um, anyway, so I don't know. What do you guys know about Doctor Zhivago? Anything? Um, is it I, based on a book? I believe is it, it is. That would make sense. It is based on a book and is starring Omar Sharif. I do like um, he, Omar Sharif. Controversial opinion was the only good thing about Funny Girl. I don't know what that was. Same. Okay. <laughs> Michael and I will add it to our list. Right. <laughs> Maybe we won't. <laughs> Maybe we will because it'll be funny. It's a Barbara Streisand film. Okay. okay. No, we won't. Let's, let's <laughs> pull the live studio and the audience and ask them if we should watch this movie. All right. Well, we'll, we'll all right. If we if there's a lot of laughter right now, we'll 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 watch it. What do you think, live studio audience?
<laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know what? I really like since we've started uh, putting a live studio mm-hmm. audience mm-hmm. in here. It's been really like the energy has just yes. been like off the charts. Yeah. I really yeah. like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should keep doing this. They, um, they make the show happen. It's really cool. They really do. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we do we want to do like trivia right now? Sure. Unless you guys have anything you want to say oh, about Dr. Shivago. I do have one bit of trivia I'd like to add. They reference Dr. Shivago in the cult classic Elmo and Grouchland. Really? Yes. Wow. What? I know. Actually, it's the um, the prelude to Elmo and Grouchland where Bert and Ernie <laughs> are discussing. I don't even remember what. They're introducing the film and Bert or Ernie says something about films can't have sad endings otherwise they're not good and Ernie then goes, Dr. Shivago. Chicago has a sad ending. Spoiler uh, for the movie. But. Okay, the only well, thing I know about yeah. Dr. Chivago is him riding in a carriage with a blonde lady in the snow. I guess that would be a sled. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact, all of this movie was shot in Spain. What? I almost thought you were going to say space for something. <laughs> it, it was shot Docs along with space. Muppets in Space. It was shot, it was shot at the same time space. to save money. On the sound studio in Hollywood. Yes, Thank you. that that Stanley Kubrick film. <laughs> yes, I thought that it was like he was such a stickler for detail. He wanted to shoot on location. Oh, well, yes. Part of the thing about the winter, it was the mildest winter that Spain had had in like years. So That's most hilarious. of the snow is actually just like some random powder. That's really hilarious. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's is like it, I don't know. It's like talcum powder Omar or some shit. Is it Sharif Egyptian? Yes, and okay. also here's here's some funny. This is not in the <laughs> trivia, but here's some more trivia. He actually had to. They had to tape back his eyes and oh. shave his hair, and he wore a wig, so he didn't look so Egyptian. That's hilarious. What? Yeah, not not even hand to God. Wow. That is that is what tape because back his eyes. They taped back his eyes, so he didn't look so Egyptian. Wow. Yes. So the other thing they wanted, he wanted Peter because David Lean wanted Peter O'Toole. Who looks a lot more Russian. He does look a lot more Russian, yeah. but he wanted Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole refused to work with him because he's like, I'm not going through another year and a half long production. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Felicia. Impossible. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's why he's okay. like, oh, I guess I'll do Omar Sharif. Uh, was Omar Sharif also in Lawrence of Arabia? Yes, I don't know. he was. I mean, Egypt's close to... Well, I don't know. We will have seen this movie. We'll yeah. have seen Lawrence of Arabia by the time <laughs> oh, this comes yeah. out. So. Oh, my gosh. Well, no. Um, so I'll say yes, he was. What do you think, live studio audience? See? Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, know. they know. They've seen this movie. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so uh, they also, somebody else was reading for the part, and I can't remember when I was reading the trivia. Was it Orson Welles? Marlon no. Brando. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was someone else that you wouldn't have expected um, that seems like they're way too young for this. Holly Shore. No, uh, but it was someone who was like, who was like, when he heard that, when he heard that Omar Sharif and someone may go out there and look at it, but I can't remember who it was off the trivia, but it was, you know what, hold on, I may have actually saved, but it was basically, they said, no, if Omar Sharif is like, Mm -hmm. is in the running for this role, I'm out. Like they literally just bowed out. Wow. Because they didn't, they didn't think they, they were like, no, with him or no, they just like, because they said, no, he's perfect for this. Wow. Mm. That's, yeah. Yeah, that takes a lot to just say, no, this guy's better than I am. Well, for this I role. do like Omar Sharif, so mm-hmm. I can, I can, I can think yeah. that. Yeah, like, oh, no, this is just a funny one. Okay, I didn't save that trivia. So the, the, the trivia that I did save, so when asked if he thought Sarah Miles, an actress, mm-hmm. would make a good choice for the part of Lara, who is the main uh-huh. character in this movie, screenwriter Robert Bolt said, quote, 
no, she's just a North Country slut. Bolt <laughs> later married Miles. <laughs> so we know what his kinks are. We, kn we know he likes North Country sluts. I saved that wow. one. I thought I saved the other one, but I saved that one because that one was funny too. Uh, so My actual... goodness. Yeah. There, dude, this... When I was looking through here, the trivia was so weird because there was like some trivia about um the dude who's in all of the uh like the weird like like Norwegian dude who's in all of the um uh, uh oh, um... what's his face movies. Um like the, the one where Damn. like death and stuff and like where oh, they're in the Amazon. Oh, 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 yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. I don't remember about. his name, but it's that guy who has like the weird face uh, and he's blonde and he's got the strong accent. But basically amazing. he's in a bunch of those movies and apparently like the mother of one of the actors in this movie was having an affair with him. And apparently, according to him, everything from the waist down was completely covered in hair, and he called her his dirty little satyr. Wow. I don't know. It's, so it's the mom of one of the actors in this movie who is actually the wife of an American ambassador to Spain. This sounds like some uh, hecked up episode of Dateline NBC. <laughs> no, it's Jerry Springer now, man. No, it's Mari. Oh, gosh. You, the lie detective attests that that was the truth. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thanks, studio audience. Um, <laughs> look, listen. Uh, so I'm going to actually read trivia questions, and we're going to ask a question about this before we get yes. too far into the rabbit hole of the degeneracy that is happening <laughs> behind the scenes here. So question number one. Despite being set in Russia, this film was not shown in Russia until when? 1984? That's A. B, 1994. C, 2004. Uh -oh. Or D, 2014. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, when did the wall come down? Um, I'm going to say, what did you have a 94? Yes, there's 84, 94, 04, and I'll say 14. Yeah, I really appreciate like the consecutive decades forward. Um, mm -hmm. Helps me remember what the actual answers were. I will go with the 2014 and be wrong. Well, I'm glad that you knew that you were wrong. You are right, though. Hi. It was it was 1994. <laughs> um, hazard to guess why? <laughs> so. Yeah, it's a Soviet, because yeah. the Soviets yeah. didn't want this movie to be shown, because I, I think it's about, like, the revolution and Cossacks and shit. Mm -hmm. I can't and it didn't really, I honestly, I don't know, yeah, I've never seen it. But apparently <laughs> it's about, like, all that sort of, like, era of, like, okay. revolutionary Russia, and I think the the protagonist is, like, you know, like, ant he's he's not necessarily taking the line of the state. Is so he pro-Tsarist? I think so. I think he might be a Tsarist. <laughs> okay, wow. um, so anyway, yeah, it was not shown in Russia until 1984, which is where I was going to bring up but we already went there, that this movie was filmed in Spain mm -hmm. completely. And in fact, they built, they built like, the uh, a mo they built a Kremlin in like this, wow. like on the outskirts of Madrid. So my I question is, why didn't they film in like Sweden or Norway? or? They were going to, but, more but, <gasps> but, the, uh, it was like prohibitively like expensive because they were going to tax them out of their mind. Uh, <laughs> so they're like, no, we can't afford to. Yeah, uh, they were gonna, they were gonna try Finland. They were gonna try Sweden. Well, they can't, they can't go any place that doesn't exist. Well, yeah, Finland yeah. doesn't exist, so yeah. they, they found out real fast and they didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so they ended up going to Spain because it has like a lot of like the similar like, and and he basically because Doctor Zhivago famously happens in all four seasons, mm -hmm. he shot all four seasons like throughout a whole year in oh. Spain. So again, oh, long, okay, that makes sense. more David Lean long, like, like long uh, <laughs> filming times. 
And again, they had, it was like, a, there's a famous scene apparently where they charge across like a frozen lake. So what they did was, because it was such a mild winter, mm-hmm. and the lake bed was actually like completely dry, they put down across it like a sheet of cast iron all the way across, <gasps> oh and then they gosh. covered it with like, again, like this white talcum oh powder or something, and then they charged across That's that. That's a dedication to a craft that I respect. Yeah, so and it was across the whole ass river, good. It too. like yeah. grossed so much, because I'm going to imagine it took a lot of money to film this. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Um, I know I won't. I won't actually. I'll, I'll read them in order because oh. that kind of that kind of goes into the other <laughs> in the third is trivia there? question. Not really spoilers, spoilers, but here. So, anyway, question number two: Maurice Jarre or Jarre, J A R R E. I don't know how you pronounce it. Created the famous Lara's theme, which was partially responsible for the film's success, and was created after David Lean told Jarre to do what? So Jarre had done. A bunch of versions of this and mm-hmm. leans like no uh, get out of here mm-hmm. i don't i don't want it it's not good enough because mm-hmm. he couldn't get rights to the russian like uh, songs that yes. he wanted so he's mm-hmm. like whatever so was it a hole up with a girlfriend in a cabin and make love all weekend <laughs> a b spend a week in the french foreign legion mm-hmm. or c listen to nothing but russian music for a week and nothing else not even other people talking. It okay. was one of these three things. I'm going to say the Russian music for a week. Honestly, that's that's the one I'm leaning towards, yeah, too. But I, the cabin one sounds great. No, the French Foreign Legion, that sounds great. They were in Spain. They weren't that far from like North Africa. I, I'm going to say the Russian music for a week. Ditto. Ditto? Yeah. You're both wrong. Oh, he told him to hole up in a cabin with his girlfriend wow. for a week and, make, and do nothing but make love. Wow. And so he came back. And he wrote apparently what was like the biggest <laughs> banger of like the decade wow. because it literally pulled this like the banger from banging. <laughs> yes, it literally like, and it's funny because after this, David Lean in the years past, like, because again, I think I told you guys this like somewhere else mm-hmm. or mentioned it to someone that this movie again home record or home video sales weren't like a big <laughs> thing, but as far as record sales, mm-hmm. the Doctor Zhivago record is mm-hmm. one of the largest selling highest selling highest movie. selling like movie wow. soundtracks of all time and it was 100 percent because of laura's theme holy cow i i feel okay. like i have heard it just simply based on the title like and, i feel like i've heard mm-hmm. this and, before, and i can't remember what it famously like. said even after its popularity mm-hmm. actually said it was too it was too romantic it should have been <laughs> it shouldn't have been that romantic okay <laughs> well what does he expect he forced her to like bang his girlfriend all weekend i'm depending on what you're into that's not romantic at all he said make love all weekend not bang bang. yes that is true i just appreciate that he has sex with his girlfriend for an entire weekend and comes up with a wildly famous and popular piece of music whereas taylor swift breaks up with someone and comes up with the same song 12 (gasps) different times from now is she the what is it the mega (laughs) jarry but the haters gonna hate 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 I'm just gonna shake, shake, shake. No, I, I feel like uh, more, more modern day musicians need to spend an entire weekend doing something. I'm not saying they should have sex for an entire weekend. That might not be healthy, but it might be. I don't know. Sting does. I'm not a doctor. Mongolian sting. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally there are Sting's some things thing. You just don't talk about in public. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's like Sting's whole thing, man. Like just having sex for an entire weekend. Yeah. Okay. Huh. He's famous for his t- 
tantric sex. Anyway, sorry, but you were both wrong. I, I'm sorry. So, so the last thing, so, so the, the soundtrack is what pulled this movie up by its bootstraps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, question number three, despite its popularity and being of all time, the eighth highest grossing movie of all mm-hmm. time adjusted for inflation, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dr. Zhivago was torn apart and hated by critics. Oh, must be a good movie. Yes. Their main <laughs> problems were what? Was it A, a supremely slow pace and irredeemable characters, B, hack job sets and pallid photography, or C, anemic lighting and... I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> You can't read your own handwriting or his handwriting? <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, anemic lighting, anemic lighting, and a dull soundtrack. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh. Um, what was the first one again? It was a, supernat- a supremely, supremely slow pace okay. and irredeemable characters. Uh, I'm probably going to say that one. Oh, dang it, I was going to say that one. Uh, you know what? The same we can sink or swim together because yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick that one regardless. Yeah. Yeah, so I, <laughs> you guys are gonna sing together because it was a ha- it was hack job sets and pallid photography. Wow, okay. Really, even after they covered over a dry lake butt yes. with okay. like with sheet yeah. iron. That's iron probably sheet. why, because like it's like it's all right, they're just lake. it's not a real lake. <laughs> they they straight up built a Kremlin in this like, like in in like the outskirts of Madrid. Zero yeah. five, not a real Kremlin. <laughs> now I'm yeah. curious to see if it looks bad. <laughs> yeah. It's only a model. Yeah, I mean, like, that's that's kind of the thing, too. Like, a movie that's famous for, like, like especially someone like Lean, who is, like, as we know from, like, mm-hmm. uh, his other movies, Bridge Over the River Kwai, which mm-hmm. I have seen. And mm-hmm. then also, I have seen at this point. Um, In which he builds a bridge. Over the River Kwai. Yeah. And then blows it up. Yeah. That's a fabulous movie. Spoilers. And then, and then uh, they also, you know, also Lawrence of Arabia. Like, like mm-hmm. it's not, those aren't, like, those are movies that have, like, a lot of care mm-hmm. and stuff in them. Mm-hmm. At least I'm assuming for her. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because we've seen that, we've seen Lawrence oh, of Arabia. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, of I'm course. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, so... <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm just kind of like wondering, like that's going to be something to look for. Like, is the movie actually bad, or are just critics bad? I the critics, like if we've learned anything from the Thirteenth Warrior, they just they have to criticize something, and they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Look, I Roger Ebert didn't read that. He he never read Beowulf. He didn't get it, and he probably didn't even watch the movie. Right? <laughs> You know, he, I wonder what he, because, like, back then they didn't really have cell phones when he's watching this, so, like, he couldn't just have been scrolling TikTok the whole time, so he probably was like, I don't know, what would you, what was, what was, like, the 1990s equivalent of scrolling? Oh, I have no Reading a newspaper. Oh. Yeah, he was probably reading, like, I don't know, Time or National Geographic. The New Yorker. He strikes me as a New Yorker. Yeah, he was reading The New Yorker while watching 13th Warrior and just, like, looking up every once in a while and being like, well, the movie is still going, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now That's there's it. these things. Oh, it's just senseless action the <laughs> That's whole time. The greatest, movie. the greatest movie ever made. Keep that in mind. The greatest story ever told. told. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what? I and, and I don't know because uh, Lean is famous for his run times, but I'm assuming it's going to be a long movie. But what what does this movie have to do for you guys to make it like be good? What What is Doctor Zhivago, which is 
allegedly according to Michael in the Muppets. Yes. It's got a downer <laughs> ending. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh and also it's, you know, it's it's apparently a, like a pretty sort of like romantic film. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I feel like it's got to have at least something in there for it to not be a complete snooze fest. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to like it. Oof. All right. Well, that's No, I a mean normally I would say I'm probably going to love it because I love Omar Sharif. Mm-hmm. I love I I generally like Russian literature. I believe Alec Guinness is also in this movie. Oh, um, yeah, he's pretty cool. If I recall. Mm-hmm. He's decent. Mm-hmm. But I also don't like characters that... Suck. Yeah. Well, because if I remember correctly, well, because the Lara of Lara's theme fame draws him away from his family or something, I feel like I'm going to be... Oh. She draws him away from his family, and I, I feel like I'm going to be really annoyed about that. So he's a homewrecker. She's a homewrecker. Or she's a homewrecker. Oh, I was going to say, is is Omar Sharif a himbo in this movie? Oh, my goodness. He's himboing it up the whole time. I think it's like like his pregnant wife, too. If I remember correctly. Yeah, you're not going to like that. I feel like I'm going to be real mad. I I can get... I shouldn't say I can get behind bad characters. What I can say is I can get I am okay when it's in a movie and it's presented as this is the story as we are telling it sometimes. It doesn't have to be a happy ending. It doesn't yeah. have to be good. Just as long well, as it's done like, well. Well, because even like things like Anna Karenina, mm-hmm. I mean, that had a sad Not ending bad. for her, yeah. but that was a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really if it does that... But I'm not sure if it, it's because that was a fantastic movie just because the movie mm-hmm. was made well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if, But then again, it also ended up on a good, you know, kind of like a good, you at least had that good foil of Levin. Yes. Yes. So I think if there's a good enough foil to the foibles <laughs> of Dr. The, uh, <laughs> Professor Shivago, or Shivago PhD... <laughs> Uh, is it, are you sure it's a medical doctor? Is like like an sure educational doctor or, or a juris doctorate? I don't know. I've never Chivago seen JD yeah. edited it. Um, if there's a, a good enough foil to him where there's at least not so much of a downer ending mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. I think I will. I, see, I think here's the thing. The thing that this movie is known for is its soundtrack and... Depressing ending? And depressing ending and a love story. Ooh. I'm not a soundtrack guy. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate a good soundtrack mm-hmm. when it makes it like when it's a banger. So mm-hmm. like I like the like sort of like Mad banger. Max Fury Road mm-hmm. and yeah. like Disaster Piece, um, Godzilla versus uh, Junkie XL Goblin. I like those like what <laughs> like Ennio Morricone. <laughs> Look, this is this is not an Italian film, right? So I, it's not gonna have a soundtrack that I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, isn't Spain close? Yeah, but this guy is making, like, he's making traditional scores, dude. Yeah. yeah. He's making traditional movie scores, so I'm not going to care about it that much. And actually, I have heard the Zhivago soundtrack because Mm -hmm. my aunt owns it on um, vinyl. And so I'd heard it before a long time ago, and I'm like... (laughs) okay i'll be enough i don't think i've i mean I've, i'm pretty sure I've i don't heard remember it, it somewhere just but i've heard know it. that it was dr javago yeah i've heard it but i don't remember it like so that one wow so not memorable you are to me. one of the critics right now i am one of the critics and you know if it does have hack job sets and pallid photography mm-hmm. that's also a strike against it it has to have something that's really gonna drag me in it's mm-hmm. got to have some good like, omar sharif 
Yes, but it's got to have something else that's compelling, like some other plot other than just this romance happening. And I know this is set against mm -hmm. sort of like a revolution. Mm -hmm. So, and I know there's a famous charge of horsemen across like a frozen, <laughs> not frozen lake. If the act, because this movie has action in it, mm -hmm. if the action is good and drags it along, if that is also like up there with mm -hmm. the love story, I think it's at least going to be a decent movie. See, I think the love story is going to drive me nuts and I'm going to be doing a lot of yelling at the screen. I think the love story to me is going to fall very short and the action, it's we'll going to focus so it. much on that. And maybe the action. And the action is not yeah. going to be enough for me to drag it through. If the action is good enough, and again, all the other, like Omar Sharif, I like Omar Sharif, I like Alec Guinness. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know who really plays Lara. Uh, I think it was actually supposed to be um, uh, Jane Fonda, oh. but she actually turned it down and she has said like it's one of the biggest regrets of her entire oh. career. Uh, but... Um, <laughs> I don't remember who it is, but yeah, I don't really care about the love story mm -hmm. and like the theme is like whatever. So this, this isn't a dude's rock film like Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> but it's not going to do, it's probably not going to do cool visual stuff like, like the new Anna Karenina did. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's a traditional sort of like epic, but a love story. Yeah. And, and I think that's what it is. It's going to have a long run time. It's going to have know. a I, love I story that runs on. I didn't see any of the wars and pieces. <laughs> I've read that a long time ago. Um, or the 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 siblings uh Karamazikov. Kar <laughs> please stop! Oh my gosh! <laughs> the sisters Kalashnikov. <laughs> you can stop at any time. It's okay. Um, I mean, my supposition, just comparing this to Anna Karenina, because it's Russia, it's a bad love story, the bad romance, if you will is I will be drawn in by the love story, even though it's bad, because I don't care that they're bad people doing bad things. It's interesting enough to me to watch them all have this cataclysmic it's ending. It's almost like a just... train wreck. You can't yes. look away. Okay. Exactly. See, see yeah. that's, I, I guess that's the one thing where I'll say, I think, I think it's going to, I think what's going to happen is even if the ending is good mm -hmm. like that, and mm -hmm. it is satisfying in a bad way, I also don't it's like the I feel like it's going to drag ending. on too long. Mm. I feel like it's going like to drag pacing on. Yeah, wise? satisfactorily bad, but not fast enough getting there to yeah. where I think the ride's not going to be as good as the conclusion. Yeah. It's like watching someone die of Alzheimer's. It's just slow and sad <laughs> and painful. Yikes. Isn't that depressing? That, yeah. That's what this movie's going Man, to be. Man, I'm sad yes. now. Is this what I know you now? should be. And yeah, it's like, yeah, you're sad that they... painful thing to do. You're sad that they died, but you're happy yeah. that they're like... <laughs> it's over. Like, thank you that movie's over. I wish it had been like... 30 years short. Oh my, my god. Goodness gracious. Anyone whose parents have died of Alzheimer's, I'm really sorry. Anyway, um, wow. but I, I don't know. If it's got at least a backdrop of, you know, this being different from the Anna Karenina, which was really just two side-by-side -side love stories with other stuff sort of kind of going on. Um, I'm sure in the book it goes more into detail into like peasants and who cares about peasants though. Please. Well, it was Leo Tolstoy, so he, he talks about peasants a he lot. He does. The peasant. I don't know what his interest with peasants was. <laughs> Um, but if there's a backdrop of, you know, this revolutionary thing going on, that might be enough to keep me going through the parts where it kind of feels like a, a drought or the doldrums of the movie. But that, that's what I'm hoping to. Do you know what the runtime is? You know what? I don't, but I can look it up real yeah. fast. I mean, uh, it's probably going to be like, what, three and a half hours or something? Oh if it's my God. three and a half hours of uh, that, that's a bit much. Um, I, I mean, I do like Omar Sharif, though, but mm -hmm. I think based on what I can remember, the love story i think it's gonna drive me so nuts any all right here, here's a here's a bonus trivia all question right, okay all right and, and i'm gonna it's gonna just be a blind guest question so the closest without going over 
gets Price it. is right. Rules. The Price is right rules. Who has... What is the runtime of Dr. Zhivago? You went in minutes? No, hours and minutes. Okay. I am going to say two hours and 20 minutes. I'm going to say... Should have done two hours and wow. 21. Come on. <laughs> two hours and 59 minutes. Are you really doing that to Michael? Yeah. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> All right, well, Anna's closest. Okay. Without going over, three hours and 17 minutes. Ooh, okay. I had to take just a breath right there. Um, <laughs> are you uh, sure about that? Yes. Okay. Well, there will be... Okay. Do we have to... When we come to rating this on the other end, you know, coming coming out Do we back, have to have seen the, the whole movie? Room, like, yes. Yes. Do we have to have seen... No. Um, do we have to give this a double rating of I sat through it all in one sitting versus... No, I had a siesta in the middle because <laughs> no way am I sitting through three hours and 17 minutes of movie. I might do a double rating on to say if I had watched this all in one sitting it would have been a zero out of five you know what I, I'm cannon. fair with that um, um, I am still going to ask the double feature question absolutely you should and I'm going to double feature this with Lawrence of Arabia don't, don't at me if I don't seven samurai <laughs> <laughs> uh, extended edition of the king <laughs> oh. ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> all three Lord of the Rings films Extended. <laughs> so wait, no, hold on. All, all six Star Wars films. <laughs> I'm glad you said six. Yes. Are there? More there than are no seven? more no. than six. Yeah, there's seven, eight, nine, and ten, eleven, twelve. You need to leave. The studio audience oh, didn't like that one. <laughs> all right, oh, I see pitchforks and writing. I think I will take the back. Answer. Eleven, twelve. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, I'm gonna say a two. You're gonna say a wow. two? Okay. Yeah. What are what What are we gonna rate this? Um, two out of five. Two. I don't know. I, I I feel like even with a three hour and seventeen minutes run, three three hour and seventeen <laughs> run time, <laughs> uh, that's still a salvageable four. If again, good backdrop and bolsters the love story going on because. I, you know, rotten characters can be rotten all they want. Makes me feel better about how <laughs> slightly less rotten than I am. I, I get the feeling that this movie is going to be pretty good, not bad, but mm -hmm, just okay. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's going to make me hate it even more. <laughs> I, because like of how long it is. You sat through three hours and 17 minutes for just something that was just okay. Well, because it's like, yeah. you know, you sit through Seven Samurai and you're like, Okay, it's really slow. It's really slow mm -hmm. for like the first hour and a but half. But it's great. And then it ends, and it's so good. <laughs> yeah. You get you get men slashing each other with giant swords. Mm -hmm. Like you, you've got like all of these samurai fighting against these bandits, mm -hmm. stealing like their their gunpowder weapons. And I think Doctor Zhivago just ends with them driving away in the snow. Spoiler wow. alert. Wow. Goodness well, I mean, like gracious. I said, that could just be like a clip that I've seen in the You don't years. like it's <laughs> not it's not like this it's not like the remaining samurai looking up at this hill with pie with Karen's built and samurai swords sticking out of it over as they dead over comrades. the over their dead comrades as they walk away and you get chills as the sun sets and they walk into it. No, it's just Bitch gets into a car and leaves, I guess. And they throw the slide into the They fire. better have my and money. That's the end of the movie. Rosebud! <laughs> that's not a spoiler. No one's seen that movie in years. 
No one, no, no one has ever actually seen that movie, I think is the thing. My mother has quoted that movie. I almost said watch it. I don't know if she has. She really just references the table that gets longer or something, which I think is a euphemism. I don't know for what. So, like, the train goes into the tunnel. Anyway. <laughs> it backs up. I, I think I'm going to give this a point 0.5. Wow. Mm. Okay. Did I rate it already? Yes, honestly, you gave it a four. I gave it a four. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I will stand by that. I, I will be the one who comes. I out. think it's legitimately actually going to be okay, mm-hmm. but I yeah. think Mike is going yes. to be upset enough to give it a point five. I, fair, yeah, I fair. feel like if I was trying to be objective about it, I'd probably give it like a three point five. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put in parentheses before the t- before the point five. I'm gonna put a. I'm gonna put two, but put the two in parentheses. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be a two. Put a, put a four in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no, no <laughs> I'm talking about like from yeah, like an objective standpoint of like in terms of movie making. Don't but put like a parenthetical my next thing. to mine for the bad rating. I'm, I'm just gonna put yours in either. a parenthetical completely. Parenthetical. <laughs> parenthetical. <laughs> Where are my gerunds at? Parenthetical. All right. Uh, well, I guess we're gonna go watch this movie in maybe multiple settings. <laughs> so we'll see you in a, a few days or weeks, depending on how long it takes to watch. Do Don't you have anything else you want to say? We watch before? one minute a day. Oh, God. How one many days are that day? That's at least 17. No, wait. Three hours. Sorry. I went wait, 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 three, wait. 17, 6, 12, 18, 197. At least 197 What's 180 later? plus 17? 197. I, hey, I did math. <laughs> it would take 197 days. I feel like every time we do math on this show, I feel like Gay Perry from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> Who taught you math? <laughs> what, have you guys ever seen that one YouTube video where it's like... Um, Lord of the Rings, but every time Sam takes a step towards Mordor, it's oh like it's, it cuts to that one scene where it's like, "This isn't Mr. Frodo." If I take <laughs> one, one more step, step it's like eighty-seven long. hours long. No, I think it's actually only ten seconds. The reason no, it's only it ten hours long. Pulled off YouTube is because no one sat through the whole thing to see if it's actually a violation. <laughs> By the time anyone's gotten well, through the I whole, I mean, and there's like it's the, the there's long domain. stretches where like they're all sitting down. So, but whatever, it's like they're running. Into the it's like every like, second but, it goes. But, 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 but. It's like every every frame it goes to that whole scene. And it's the dumbest. The only one of those you need to watch is every time they say B B movie gets like ten times faster. Oh, yeah. Or twice as fast. Do you like jazz? <laughs> Gosh, now that's a, have you seen that? No, I actually haven't seen the bee movie. Oh my god. All I know is that bee wants those mommy milkers. <laughs> I didn't need to hear that ever. <laughs> I'm gonna go scrub my ears, okay? I'll be- <laughs> All right. Well, I guess with that said, uh, we're going to uh, we'll end it here. Yeah, dos vidanias, as the Bulgarians say. Nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> Peace. Someone to look after you. Of course, if there were.
personal life is dead in Russia. History has killed it. You're my political conscience. The walls of his heart were like paper. But he kept it to himself. He kept a lot to himself. Yuri, we've been together six months on the road and here. You've not done anything you'll have to lie about, Tonya. I don't want you to have to lie about me. The street was on fire. There were explosions. The houses were falling down. He let go of my hand. And welcome back to the Movies We've Never Seen podcast. I'm your host, Mike, and I am joined once again by Anna and Michael. Yeah, we are back. Yeah, we're back from watching Dr. Zhivago from 1965, directed by David Lean. If you go back in time and go back and listen to our other episode on another David Lean film, which was similarly just as long, oh my God. he he don't make short movies, does he? Okay, to, to break to break the kayfabe a little bit, how long did it take you guys to watch this? It it took us one sitting to watch this. What are you yeah, talking we about? We just got back nudge, from this nudge, movie. Wink, wink. Yeah. Right, live studio audience. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, one sitting, one sitting, one actual sitting. I mean, with a pause for a bathroom break. Yeah, I mean, it took us two, like, what, two nights? Two nights. We we basically stopped, like, 20 minutes before the intermission. (laughs) Okay, yeah. And then we got there, and we're like, oh, we were, like, so close to the intermission. (laughs) We should have just, yeah. Yeah. Which, speaking of, you you were saying that, like, this movie, probably the intermission was in a weird spot. I think you're right. I think Um, it needed, like you said, two intermissions? Two intermissions. So... When the movie's that long, <laughs> when you start a movie off with the overture, and you, I think, oh, I just feel like I'm in the theater about to watch a play. Um, I, I guess most plays only have the, the one intermission, but it, they're... Most plays aren't three and a half hours long, though. This is also... Are they? Operas. Mm, operas. Operas can be that long. <laughs> yeah, but not necessarily yeah. plays. No, most this of the plays kind I've of seen an opera. Like two, two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. Leaning towards three on the long end, but I've yeah, also I think Les Miserables was like, like when I yeah. saw it was like almost three. Yeah, well, it depends on a, if you're watching like the Ring up. Cycle or something, <laughs> <laughs> which are basically yeah. like the Lord of the Rings extended editions of opera. <laughs> Spamalot was definitely <laughs> yeah, no. not that long. <laughs> it could have been, and I would have watched it. Though. Yes, I would have just watched it back to back like four times because it was that. <laughs> anyway, I. I, I just felt that there were certainly acts to this movie. You could absolutely just demarcate between them. When Omar Sharif's character, Dr. Shivago, <laughs> Omar Sharif, Dr. Shivago, uh, when Dr. Shivago and Lara are ending their war efforts as like the nurse doctor combo, and there's yes. that beautiful sexual tension between them where she's saying, no, you're married. We shouldn't do this. I, I actually really um, like that scene where she's like, you you haven't had any reason to lie to yes, your wife yet. I don't want don't you to have. I don't want to give you one. Yeah. That, that was a yeah, great moment. That yeah. was so good. <laughs> that would have been a great place to end and then you pick up with, well, and to like put like mm-hmm. a little intermission and then you pick up with him like coming home. That would have been a great, that yeah. Was, that's where they're riding off into the not sunset, but I'm going, okay, this is where the intermission comes in, right? And, and I also the like the doesn't... fact that she didn't look back at him. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. When that the, was so important. That was really yes. yeah. good. Yeah, that was very um, good. Yeah, but that that felt like a good stopping, like a beautiful stopping point right there to say, okay, Act One, 
over. We'll move on into Act 2, which I can't remember where that one ended, honestly. Yeah, act 2, I feel like, probably should have ended with, like... It didn't end after he meets um, Stronikov on the train. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was after Stronikov. Yeah. I think if you broke these up, like, mm-hmm. into three pieces, I think it's really... You get the, the scene with, with Lara there mm-hmm. leaving. Then you have the middle part where it's them basically on the train. And then you basically end it where he sees Lara again. Yeah. Beautiful. For the first that time. That would have been it's, great. You have, you have a very thematic mm-hmm. right here, mm-hmm. right there. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like the whole middle section doesn't have Lara in it at all. Mm-hmm. And then Beautiful. bookends. Yes. I think that that's where you needed to break it up. And mm-hmm. where they put the intermission in this, it just didn't feel It was feel slightly awkward. Right. It felt more, okay, this is about halfway through the movie. Let's have a bathroom break for everyone. Then we can all reconvene and watch the rest of the movie. Not, this Release is logically where... Release the lean cut. <laughs> Release the lean cut. <laughs> this, this was the leanest cut. <laughs> and it was three and a half hours long. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, I, I will have to say, I... I went into this fully expecting to be mad at Laura as a homewrecker. And no, it was the opposite. I was like screaming at the scene like, you son of a... You piece of (laughs) No, he was a shit human being. I was like, you are are living Uncle Ted's like dream life Mm -hmm. out in the Mm -hmm. country with a trad wife and a beautiful vegetable garden. And like... Oh my gosh! And you had to go mess it up by ruining this other woman's life. Yeah, like, oh I can God. understand. Not, and not even another woman. It, it, someone who's fairly mid too. Yeah. Right? She does have pretty eyes. She had pretty yeah. eyes, but if like if you put like her and like she and like and Peter O'Toole next to each other, same era, like yeah, oh, they, yeah. they could they have be the same siblings. eyes. But yeah. like no, she had like she had like a five head and like Botox lips. <laughs> no, dang. <laughs> He, he wasn't into her because, and this is the dynamic between him and his wife, he, he wasn't into his wife because she, he loved her, I think, sort of, kind of, not in the perfect way, but he loved her as his wife, but she didn't inspire him to write poetry. Yes. He loved Laura because she inspired his poetry. Fair enough. I and think you're right, because again, like, you, you see, if you're looking at it from a more, mm-hmm. not necessarily a, like a, like the character study angle mm-hmm. of it, like, there's no reason for him to... Leaves wife. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like if they had brought out the poetry aspect more, like mm-hmm. the more of the inspiration, like yes. like lightning bolt, I feel mm-hmm. like it would have made it more understandable. They did in what should have been Act Three. Yeah, should have been marked out. Doubt yeah. as Act Three is when he is with her in the house. It's winter. He's sitting at his desk because he can't sleep. Looks back at his wife. I think he looks back at his wife. Can't do anything. Walks outside. Hears the wolves howling. Like that's the hunger inside of him looks back through the window and sees that flame Lara boom that's him going I'm horny for Lara also I can write poetry now so he starts <laughs> to sit down that's when he you know meets back up with Lara more that, often. yeah see that makes a lot more yeah, sense yeah that's like, mm-hmm. it, I think we were we were saying like this needs more voiceover uh, oh Alec oh. from Alec Guinness yes yes yeah. more Alec Guinness voiceovers because yeah. and I think I, I said this about Lawrence of Arabia too like mm-hmm. David Lean is such a fantastic visual director mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you already know the, the plot. plot. Yes. Like, I cannot t- I had to look up so much Wikipedia. <laughs> well. I mean, I'm not a dumb person. Mm-hmm. I can follow through lines. I can I can pick up what you're putting down. Yeah. But holy cow. Like, the whole, all the stuff with um, 
Laura's mom's attempted suicide. Yes. You don't get any of that unless it was, there was you, no but almost yeah. no context. The only you had reason I understood it is because I looked up the Wikipedia yeah. plot synopsis, we, and then I was like, okay, that makes sense. Where he's where movie, she's like, you know, yeah. messing around with Victor and stuff, yeah. and then yeah, yeah. You, you gotta pause the movie and remember that I, uh, it was almost like a throwaway line. Someone said something about the mother probably knows. Like, how could she not know? She's not. Yeah, how dumb. could she not know? And that's the only real indication of, yeah. oh, like even for the longest time, I thought, oh shoot, Laura tried to kill herself because, or um, person I'm watching with it goes, she tried to kill her baby because she's pregnant, obviously. Yeah. But and wait, that's, what that's I thought. not Laura. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's no, the mother. And we're like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. Huh? Well, the mother confusing. is saying like, Laura, Laura, or mm-hmm. not Laura, 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 yeah. but it's... You don't get it unless you already know what's going mm-hmm. on. I think you can get it, but it's just very hard to follow. Yes. And you don't get it until like mm-hmm. several minutes afterwards. You're like, wait a mm-hmm. second. And then you're already in another scene that you're not yes. understanding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a <laughs> very artistic again. way of doing things that probably worked better in the book. Because you can go flip back through the pages without like, pausing and yeah. going, I don't, I don't remember where I was. Because you just shove your finger in the book and boom, you know where <laughs> <Yeah>. you were. <laughs> Well, but like, yeah, from from a visual aspect, mm-hmm. it's it's fantastically oh, yeah. well done. But like I said, if you already know what's going on, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. I think honestly, the lean again, like you said, he does such a good visual job mm-hmm. visually. Mm-hmm. I think in this in this one, like you know, in Lawrence of Arabia, he had the very very stark, bleak desert yes. landscape. He had the same thing, but for... these are the same movie. It's the same movie, <laughs> but but instead of gay sexual tension, it's straight sexual Stop. tension. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, it's it really. I think this movie was actually pretty. It was a lot prettier. Oh, 100 percent. And I think Not that the I, desert was ugly in Lawrence. No, but it was. The desert was striking. It yes. was striking. This was striking and pretty. Yes. I think he. This is the visually better movie. I would agree with that. Yes. It. It like, was. There were some really cool shots in Lawrence of Arabia. This had multiple beautiful scenes. like they oh, they yeah. not only like if you follow like um on twitter like there's an account called one perfect shot and mm-hmm. like they'll have like this is like one of the best shots from this mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. The, dr Zhivago had that like every like five minutes mm-hmm. it felt like where it's like <laughs> this is a gorgeous yes. shot how do you pick just the one how, yeah, yeah how do you pick one yeah it, it was a very well done film in general mm-hmm. i think and i think you're right as far as like Zhivago, you're right there's this sort of like dichotomy of his and i didn't really think about it too much until you mentioned it because again this also is more it's a it's a character study but with a f- relatively strong narrative that gets convoluted <laughs> at the end just like Lawrence yeah. of arabia i actually had a different opinion of this isn't a character study to me as much as it's a slice of life that just happens to have a historical drama going on around it because it it doesn't the character study has a character that you can really follow and go okay this is their arc dr shivago doesn't necessarily change from beginning to end or have any true development no it Um, is a character study the character study is actually his brother his brother yevgraf no he's the reporter from citizen kane trying to figure out why he's got that stupid instrument he's carrying around with him all the time. No one calls Rosebud. Rosebud. No, it's it's um, the it's the progression of the character of the brother as told through the the eyes of of like the story like his of Shivago. Of his, the story of Shivago. 
That's a really interesting take huh. on it. If you're looking at it, that's how I actually looked at it mostly, is the story's actually not about him, it's about his brother, who essentially is, you see Zhivago growing up, you see mm-hmm. the lack of what mm-hmm. happens. You actually don't even see his brother mm-hmm. come in until very actually, late in the film. Yeah. But you see him as a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. He's clearly, it's implicated that he has done war crimes. He's in the KGB. <laughs> he becomes a general in, mm-hmm. in this thing. And he, and he basically says, look, I have some sort of filial bond to you, even mm-hmm. though like my, I have this, this, this duty to the party that I have been basically murdering people to uphold, <laughs> like kind of off screen that's yes. been implicated this entire time. And then you basically because this is whole the whole wraparound is him mm-hmm. trying to find Lara yeah. and you know um, Shabagos and Yuri's daughter, yeah. which it's not necessarily clear if it is or not. It mm-hmm. may or may mm-hmm. not be, but he's convinced it is. Mm-hmm. And he basically you see him go from this sort of like almost unfeeling like I have to do this because it's still my family, mm-hmm. sort of like letting this one slide, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you go to being sort of this almost like look, you don't have any family left. Mm-hmm. I want to be your family. Mm-hmm. I want to help you. His character is sort of the allegory of the Russian mindset mm-hmm. from essentially the onset to the fall or at least mm-hmm. the sort of like decline of communism where he's mm-hmm. softening mm. his sort of like thing. And I think that's actually okay. the character study. It's, it's communism. It's the story of communism <laughs> but played through this character. Yeah. But also through the lens of his brother. Okay, that's a really interesting way of looking at it. I would it. not have really no. picked up on that. Um, I can see it, but I just immediately when the movie starts... There's layers out, to this film. Yeah, there's a lot that going on it's like, there. It's like an ogre. <laughs> well, because again, you see, he tells his brother, yeah. he lies to his brother to mm-hmm. say that, no, this poetry of yours mm-hmm. is decadent and it's bourgeoisie. Mm-hmm. I do not think it is good. Because I can't. Because I can't. Mm-hmm. And if he keeps writing this poetry... Mm-hmm. When in reality, he actually doesn't really he he doesn't mind it, but he, he needs he yeah. needs to convince Javago to get out of there. Yeah, so, so like he's the saying what he the has average to do. everyday communist, whereas the main heads of the communist things that you encounter, like the housing directors, those are the we're really high up in here and we hate everyone because they're not us. But well, no, no. Well, so I think I think you also have. I don't think those guys are like those sort of are the bottom tier. Like we believe this because. Mm-hmm. We are brought up by this, mm-hmm. and we're tearing. We enjoy tearing the bourgeoisie down. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have someone like Victor, who mm-hmm. is like he was doing well before, mm-hmm. and he's doing well after because he knows how he's to playing game both sides. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I always. That's why Victor's it's like I'm playing both sides. That's why yeah. I come out on top. <laughs> Rod Steiger was such a great cast for this. This beautiful. was such a brilliantly casted film. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah, another beautifully cast. Film. I do think yeah. his. I do think I will say the, the the trivia about them taping Zhivago's eyes back. You could tell because he was always looked like he was almost tearing up, and his <laughs> eyes were too wide. Yeah, I have yeah. to say, oh, I, it was I it did bother me a little that. bit. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, they that they taped his eyes back so he didn't look too Egyptian. <laughs> But you know the funny thing is, even with his like accent and everything, it, he still felt very, very. Well, Russian. they also they also well, played it off, and I don't know how it is in the book, but they played mm-hmm. it off that he's kind of from like the Urals, so he's probably mm-hmm. kind of Mongolian, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like versus racially like, versus yeah. like the versus... yep yeah, yeah versus like yeah he's my half brother like you know clearly his mother was more native yeah gosh that that, that um the opening kind of scenes where um they're burying his mother were so well shot mm-hmm. it was a yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. sequence and then like and then when it like he's he's kind of daydreaming and then it shoots to like 
his mom in the coffin underground. Yeah. That oh. was so good. It's almost like this is what this little boy is picturing in his head. Mm-hmm. Like, gosh, that was so well done. Yeah. Everything about that <laughs> scene was just like chills. And even when they're like saying goodnight to him in his new bedroom and yeah. like they give him the balalaika. And, and again, like, that's just oh. Citizen Kane where you can see what's his name playing outside the window where they talk about ruining oh, the rest of his life. Mm. This is just Citizen Kane's movie. Yeah, I've never it's seen Citizen movie. Kane. Is it it's Citizen Kane, but better. <laughs> uh, most things are better. This is Doctor Zhivago is the Citizen Kane of movies. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, wow. um, no, but I I think you you are onto something too as far as with Zhivago. Like the actual story of Zhivago is a slice of life, mm-hmm. but I think that the slice of life is actually showing the counterbalance between like his. His sort of like dealings with with Lara and and his wife because his wife kind of like, she, yeah they love each other mm-hmm. um, and they're clearly made for each other like yes. you 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 love oh, that yeah. pairing yeah. from the beginning of the film. She loves him way more than he loves oh, her, yeah. and she's, she's so a much more woman. Yes, she's Ooh. so much more supportive yes. of his poetry than mm-hmm. Lara ever was or could be. But mm-hmm. she wasn't good for his poetry mm-hmm. because she basically didn't, was like didn't she didn't have that like yeah she didn't she, have the spark. She has yeah. a lower charisma score, but she has a higher. Um, <laughs> Oh, what wisdom. wisdom wisdom <laughs> higher wisdom low yeah. charisma uh i think she had high charisma too yeah. i think I she think, was i think she was she was i, I just think really i really liked the, the two areas. of them as a couple like as a pairing Javago mm-hmm. yes. and tanya yeah. they were oh dream team yeah but i i will <laughs> say like it, it was like you know the story of that like mm-hmm. yeah she did do her dirty because like they left to paris and he's like all right cool you're in paris bye we don't even know if they made it we don't even know if they made it. well yeah. they say i think victor actually says at one point where he's like no do you know what's happening they're in paris yeah, and they're in yeah. with some weird bad people like <laughs> weird revolutionaries yeah. or not revolution they are like like can't like being taking advantage of counter communists yeah something yeah. no no like meaning that. like the like because they are they're because they are related to this group that's trying to bring down communism mm. that's why that's why it's dangerous that's yeah, why it's yeah, dangerous yeah. for yuri yes mm. yeah not that they're safe they're safe mm. in paris yeah because yeah oh that's right that's yeah. right because victor yeah, yeah, does yeah. confirm that they're in paris they're okay, yeah. they're in paris they are safe they've been they've been or he could have been lying, yeah. I don't know. Again, yeah. you miss one line in this movie and you don't yeah. know what's happening. Oh yeah, that, that's the hard part. <laughs> a single throwaway line and you're missing like you buckets so of content. No, I, I actually, you putting it though in the light of, no, Lara is good for his poetry, mm-hmm. which is good for his soul yeah, versus like, like yeah, he's, he's, a, he's still a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, because yeah, he basically piece ditched his wife. He's a yeah. piece of garbage. And then when it shows him like, like, Katya is that her name? Lara's, oh, yeah. Lara's he's daughter like... from pa- from uh, Andropov. Yeah. Androp- uh, Pavel? No. Pasha. 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 At some point. Yeah, and like look, he pulls they're her Russians. On they have eighty names. <laughs> yeah, like he she comes back from school and he pulls her on his lap and like, oh, show me what you did at school today. Oh, this is I was like, you piece of crap, you got a family. Your own you son, doing? who basically didn't know you for years, like, and is starved for your attention, is yeah. like. What like wasting away out in this palatial estate that you have with your beautiful wife, and yet you're coming here into this like shithole of a town and basically like being a father figure, being a father figure to this other little little girl more than you are to your own son. That's 
I was so that was the point where I'm like, no, mad. this I have no empathy for Zhivago. So it's at like all. I mean, I think you're supposed to feel sorry for him when he gets when he gets um conscripted and he can't make it back to and his I'm like, family. no, did in quotation. And marks. I was like, no, no, you're serving your purgatory. This is time. it's like poetic justice. Poetic yeah. is what justice. It was. You deserve this you piece of crap. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think for you're supposed to feel your pregnant wife. I think you're supposed to feel sorry for him, but you're also not supposed to like empathize with him. Yeah, it's like yeah. you is the thing. you made a rod for your own back my mm-hmm. dude like well and the other the other thing too is they would have come for him anyway mm-hmm. I, I said this to you after we watched the movie because the, the way that you could have done it where you could have made Zhivago empathetic and and um uh, what was the other word i just used i'm i'm an idiot but you could have made him empathetic mm-hmm. and like felt sorry for mm-hmm. him is that he knows Lar- after the intermission right mm-hmm. you stop the yeah. intermission and like he sees laura uh or Lara I keep saying Laura but Lara <laughs> and you go back and he like confronts it and he's like going back to the house and he's like he's like you know the whole wolf scene he's like how oh, do I go back oh mm-hmm. my god and he's on his way back slow walking basically like I'm going to do this no I'm gonna I can't go do cheat this on my yeah. wife. I'm gonna go cheat on my wife he I, makes the decision to cheat on his wife he's he's going into he's town. going and then the the people come and get him and he's yes. taken away and then everything else happens yes. and then when he comes then back his wife is gone i would have felt bad you would have felt bad for yeah. him yeah yeah now i don't know how that happens in the book mm-hmm. i feel like david lean probably kept it fairly close to the book because he Most seems likely. like that kind of guy to do he, that he did keep it close to the book but he cut out he it is the lean cut <laughs> <laughs> like i mean with any like russian literature he cut off he cut out like 50 ancillary characters and like 20 <laughs> unnecessary plot lines. But he kept the core story. Yeah. So if you wanted it to be that way, then you would have had... the Wikipedia plots and Yeah. Then Zhivago would have been an empathetic as well as like, oh yeah, he was going to make a bad decision, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. And his wife like went off. But but then you have this whole awkward thing where his wife goes to the mistress and then she yes. leaves and it's like... That's very... Oh, but... in, the, in the book, they don't, they don't say this in the movie, but in the book... Lara is called on to attend the birth because she kind of has nursing experience. Oh, oh. yeah, that would actually make sense. That actually would have yeah. been. I wish they wouldn't better. have cut that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been way better. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And that would have actually made more and sense. Then she would have why... been like, "Oh, so that's why you've been going into what you might call it because yeah. this woman is here." Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you would have actually had seen the horror realization on Tanya's face. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you would have also had like the 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 bit where you know um, because you clearly Zhivago does love her from a like a, mm-hmm. like you know wifely sense, not necessarily yes. from a like whatever sense because there's there's that. But you would have also seen the reason why Lara named the child Tanya. Tanya. Yeah, because it didn't make sense. Really? Yeah, yeah she named the she, she named, named her, her daughter, daughter Tanya. Tanya. I didn't understand that. Yeah, no. Yeah. In the book, they actually become like pretty close friends. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's like the thing. she attends the birth. Like Zhivago's already been taken away. Lara attends the birth, and they she and Tanya actually get pretty close. Wow. See that that would have made much that's more sense. Awkward. Why? Yeah. You know, again, Tanya, awkward. not the daughter Tanya, but the wife Tanya, best character. But oh Absolutely yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. She's um, so supportive. I know. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Th- this movie, I think it actually had like, uh, like going back to sort of like Lawrence of Arabia. I think Lawrence of Arabia had a stronger, su- like stronger individual supporting cast. But I think mm-hmm. the cast in this movie was actually overall just better at their roles. Yes. Um, I would agree with that. Working Whereas, like, you had yeah. standouts in... Komarovsky was so good. Rod Steiger mm-hmm. was so, mm-hmm. such a good bad guy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And or then... not even bad guy, just scumbag. I mean... And Pasha was great, too. 
like Pasha had a very believable character development from mm. like idealistic revolutionary yeah. wanting to make things better to, to like, war criminal yes. hardened war <laughs> criminal burning villages because yeah. at first Straight I thought oh shoot I really want this guy to go off with Lara because he obviously cares for her and then uh, after <clears throat> shoot which scene is it um, oh sh- Lara shoots what's his name at the Christmas party yeah and yeah, he Victor. comes in and takes her out and he's like I'm sort of affectionate towards you. That's the point where I went. Oh, he loves the idea of her, but he doesn't really. Love well, her and even even in the even before that, because you're like you know like oh I see you as a brother. Yeah, yeah. Like and stuff, and then mm-hmm. that's the that's the other no, thing no, that, that confused was like, me. She was just like, what else was I going to tell them? It's my brother, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, well, yeah. It's implied yeah, that yeah. she basically friend zoned him. Yeah. There. <laughs> But but then basically like you you get this part where it's like she's going out with like Victor and stuff like that and like they're having their little affair and then the mother gets sick but then like Grooming. you also see after mm-hmm. yeah Ugh. you see after the fact like Victor meeting with her and Pasha mm-hmm. and he's like asking for her hand in marriage and it's like when did this happen <laughs> how did this happen yeah. again it's one of those things where it's like if you read the novel you would mm-hmm. see what happened but it's like again Lean expects you to know what happens in the <laughs> yes. movie. I mean, to be fair, he is doing adaptations. Mm-hmm. I wonder what... Of it a would... Russian book. Yeah. Which is uh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> a I Russian wonder... book that you couldn't get in Russia for the that's longest true. time. That's true. I yeah. really wonder what it would be like to see a David Lean film that's like an original screenplay. Like, how would he I don't know do if that? I have enough time left in my life to watch another <laughs> David Lean film. They're Ooh. not lean at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, after watching... Uh, Lawrence of Arabia and Zhivago I think visually I think he is one of probably the best directors Mm -hmm. that I've ever seen and there's a reason why they are so Mm -hmm. so good I think even more so than like you know if you're looking at like a lot of like stunning things like especially like landscape pictures you get some of it like in a lot of westerns Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but even they I don't think like you get the sweeping vistas and the land is a is sort of a character you get almost that in these in these lean films but Mm -hmm. In essence, you're actually seeing this, it's not a character, you're seeing it as a counter, like, you're seeing it as sort of like, not in a character in a way of where this person is, like, because mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia and Zhivago, they're very lonely characters in these lonely mm-hmm. landscapes, and, and that's, the, the landscapes it's meant to be, them pretty well. yeah. yeah, and they fit them very well, whereas, like, you know, Zhivago is very sort of, he's like, he's like sort of happy and joyous but he's also cold and distant from his wife mm-hmm. you get mm-hmm. that sort of stuff there which you, like, you don't you don't even get i i didn't necessarily pick up on that it wasn't until well, after the laura stuff happened. i think it's i think it's meant to be sort of well and maybe i'm reading into it a bunch but like again lawrence of arabia like he's the sort of like like refined person from this like green area who then mm-hmm. goes into this like desert because he's like a hot-blooded sort of like fiery capricious person mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. bipolar like again like yeah. the desert like the desert can be it's a great nice hot place like to mm-hmm. but at night it's to live in cold. it's freezing cold oh, and you get like a lot of stuff like that's that. a good and there's a lot of places where it's like you know you see through the seasons in Zhivago like Zhivago goes through his own seasons like maybe mm-hmm. Mike why Michael said Zhivago's yeah. story is a slice of life mm-hmm. more than a character study mm-hmm. Because Zhivago goes through the seasons. You're following this kind of unchanging character through through different through seasons through different situations. Yeah. Well, and he like he basically he doesn't really change, but he represses certain aspects of yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Like the loving hu- he's a loving husband at some points. He's like the aspiring like starry eyed youthful mm-hmm. student, mm-hmm. and then eventually he's sort of like the lonely poet who finds his flame. Right. 
um, muse. His muse. And I think that that makes him, again, much more... It makes the movie more understandable of why he left Laura. I think the other thing that could have helped, too, is that if there was more setup with him and Laura mm-hmm. at the beginning where he... Like, because you, you never really get the reason why he, like, just is gravitating towards her until the very end. I think you need to see maybe more magnetism there or more more run-ins mm-hmm. I, with her. A lot of that, I feel, was truncated with they were in the war for how long? Yes. It was, I think, a good just, like, six months or something. Yeah, but you didn't I think, see any of it. I think they needed, like, maybe one or two more longing glances yeah. over the operating Yeah, see, and that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what I think made it yeah, less. Not Nobody too wants much, this to be like, ER. Okay. <laughs> We're backing away. Grey's <laughs> Anatomy. Well, because Anatomy. even yeah. even the first time he met Lara, which is mm-hmm. very far yeah. into the Lara film, Lara didn't even meet him. Yeah. She didn't even meet him. She he saw just, him like, and she on her through a window. and she was like, he was like, oh. heavy breathing, <laughs> <laughs> like looking at her, and yeah, it was yeah. it was kind of like okay, but she mid though. Yeah. <laughs> I I and I think that's also part of it. Is he's intrigued by her as a muse. And a mistress, not so much with his wife Tanya, who he treats as I want to come home to this woman because she's wonderful. She's well, yeah, because at the end of the day, he does come home yeah. to her. He does, he or does. tries to. Yes, yeah. and I. It's almost like it's. I'm going to put it this way. Mm-hmm. It's almost like because if poetry is his job, mm-hmm. going and banging Laura is actually his job. Yeah, he should that's his work. <laughs> he should write it off on his taxes. Yes, <laughs> he comes home every night. Yeah. To Tanya, who is a loving, caring wife, mm-hmm. who he generally loves as a yeah. wife. Who's very supportive He's very of his supportive work. of his work. Yeah. But his work, again, like, he has to go off. He's like, all right, hey, honey, hey, hey, Yuri, how is your day today? Oh, man, I I spent, <laughs> rough like, day rough office. day at the office. Like, man, I just couldn't get it up right away. Like, like and then I had a Charlie horse. And then horse. I had a Charlie oh, horse. And then gosh. I, like, and then my, like, hand cramped up and I couldn't write. It's okay, honey, you'll get it tomorrow. <laughs> like, it's like that what? Come to bed, sweetie. There's more to life than culture. There's, <laughs> it's like that Monty Python oh, sketch. I think I understand Cop- this movie now. Carbide drills. <laughs> and while he is a garbage human being for it, I think if you look at it from that aspect, <sighs> I think it actually makes perfect sense. So, one thing I want to say to his credit. He's with the army after he's been force conscripted into being a medic for them. They're walking across just the deserted waste that is Russia. And Winona Ryder comes walking the other direction. Oh the one who's freezing to death with all those kids in tow. And he just <laughs> looks at her and sees her gaunt face and realizes, that's my wife right now if I don't go back to her. Because he did go back to his wife first when he just deserts the army. I think no, he, no, no, no. He, he goes back to. No, he goes, goes back to his wife first. No, he goes, he back, goes to back to Laura. He goes back and she's not there. He doesn't go back to Laura first. He goes back to Laura after he finds out his wife's not there. Or someone tells him that his wife is not oh, there. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. He, yeah. But he doesn't actually go to the house. He goes to the yeah. station, and they say, and they, they say, say it's deserted. It's deserted because yeah. okay. he does. He does ask yeah. about oh, okay. them. Okay, all right. Okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And then because um, he's in the town already, he, he doesn't see, bother going back, yeah, and he Laura. goes to see Lara. And the thing is, I, when he's also hallucinating, mm-hmm. he sees the people. He doesn't see. He doesn't see Lara. He sees Tanya and Sasha. Yes, I think. Oddly enough, this is where I'm also going, oh, this is kind of slice of life for me as he's going back. This is going to be the reunion. But then, oh, the circumstances that 
they have no control over, which is the war and Tanya leaving with her kids to go to Paris, that he doesn't have any control over that. He's just reacting to the situation now because it's all he can do. So he's, of course, going back to his old vices, his mistress. Because there's, go there's, 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 there's nothing There's nothing left for him. Yeah. yeah. You know, his mm-hmm. home life has been wrecked, and mm-hmm. so he goes, buries himself in his job. Yes. <laughs> yes, he buries oh himself, I would say, waist deep in his job. Um, yeah. Literally. Um, but no, that's that's where I'm kind of going. To his credit, it's we can't say whether or not he would have gone back to Tanya and been faithful to her after that. Probably wouldn't have because we know Doctor Shivago's character. But there was there wasn't an opportunity for him to um, not recompense um, to re- reconcile. 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 Yeah, Thank yeah, you. yeah. The other reckon word. I reckon. <laughs> Well, because, yeah, again, like you said, it wasn't Lara's face that he saw Mm -hmm. when, you know, when he was trying to come back. And and he, he asked about Mm -hmm. that place first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you're right. I think, I think there is some, he's still, he's still garbage, but I think, yeah, yeah, he tried to do the right thing in the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He just failed at it. He just failed miserably at it. He should have gone to Paris, though. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, I, that's one thing I don't understand, is that, why didn't he try... Because they're weird. Like, even Solzhenitsyn wanted to go back to Russia his entire life after being exiled. Yeah, and treated so like weird. garbage by yes. everyone. Yes. All of just Russians love it. the motherland. They're all so masochists much. or something. Like well, look, oh, you're, you're living in a place that is literally nothing but tundra prairie. And vodka. And vodka. Yeah. That's all you have in Russia. <laughs> and in, in the middle, it. in the middle, there's the Urals that break out the really flat <laughs> western half and the really flat western half, and they're both really cold. Yes. And if you go far enough south, there are some nice forests. But then it also, in the winter, gets really cold because it's mountainous forests. Yes. <laughs> like, that's all Russia is. And they still love it. They still love it. It's beautiful. I almost <laughs> admire them for their, for their blind love for this country. Yeah, it's like it's like when, you know, like when someone talks shit about America and you're like, uh, hey, wait, and you're like, like, as an American, like, I talk shit about America because yeah, I live I'm here. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to. Yeah. But when, like, a European starts talking garbage, talking <laughs> trash, no. Yes. No, America. This, this is my trash. <laughs> yeah. This is my dumpster fire. I, I feel that. Like, but, yeah, like yeah. Russians do it to such an extreme degree mm-hmm. because, like, where I live, you know, where we live here, yeah. it's like, Corn. you know, it's... Okay, look. We have soybeans, too. Come on. Actually, it's not... Yeah. Okay, you go. You have we to go like have, you have to have... go about like thirty minutes west to really get into that. But then you have like the rolling hills. You have rolling hills and, and like you know the rivers and you know all of that. And like sometimes it's a really nice like winter. Sometimes it's a nice summer. Sometimes it's a nice autumn. And you you live in like a nice temperate area. Sometimes it's winter and summer on the same day. Yeah, because you live yeah, in the Midwest. But uh, you get all, all four seasons in one hour. Yeah, but I get it. But to a certain extent, they're crazy for it. Yeah, because I think there actually is a line at the very end where he's like, I can't leave Russia. Yeah. It's like, just so Russian. She's very Russian. Well, because he, he, he loves Russia so much, he wouldn't even follow Lara mm-hmm. to Mongolia. Yeah, because yeah. he would, yeah, that's yeah. right. He yeah. wouldn't follow her to Mongolia. Yeah, he that's yeah. right. With her. He wouldn't even go with Lara. So he wouldn't go, to, you know what? That actually yeah. makes more sense too, because like, all right, to another point to his credit, <laughs> He wouldn't go Florida to Mongolia, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't go with Tanya, Tanya to, to Paris. Paris. Yeah. Because so Russia. This truly is a love triangle. <laughs> yes. Square. 
With the motherland being Motherland is the fourth corner of this. (laughs) Dr. Shivago, the motherland, Tanya, and Lara. All in this weird love (laughs) complex. Yeah. And and Russia trumps it all, I guess. Also, Alec Guinness is there. Oh, yeah, Alec Guinness is there. Oh, yeah, you can't leave Alec Guinness. Dude, I love calling this, it's not a framed narrative. That's too boring. This is is the character study, and Alec Guinness is the character you're studying. That's going to blow my mind for the next couple days. It's a frame, (laughs) yeah, the character study is the frame Mm -hmm. on top of a slice of life. (laughs) Like... And, it, and it's it's actually a pretty so decent like slice of a life beef too. Wellington. <laughs> yeah, this is the beef Wellington of films. I honestly was waiting for the end of the movie to say directed by Hayao Miyazaki, and this is a Studio Ghibli film. <laughs> I thought that this movie actually had a fair amount, like maybe better closure than Lawrence of Arabia did, as far as like where you ended, yeah. as far as with the character too. Like Lawrence of Arabia, you got and got the closure at the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it like it circled that yeah, yeah, yeah. right you can't um, get more firm closure than that yeah but i think in this it's like you know because alec guinness's character he ended up being a much better person than he was because mm-hmm. through his brothers he saw the mistakes that his brother made yeah and he didn't yeah. want to repeat them and he wanted to basically pick up but he also couldn't leave russia mm-hmm. because he's in this high position yeah, so he it. can't help he can't help with tanya mm-hmm. and her family mm-hmm. but he can help with the family that he has left and that mm-hmm. is tanya little yes. tanya, little tanya. <laughs> yeah. we've come full circle we've come now. full circle and so like he realizes that yeah there might be more to life than than the communist party but there will always be russia and there will always be family yes so this movie was actually a Fast and the Furious prequel. I was just about to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what we think I was about to say. I was literally just well, about to say. Well, uh, crank. <laughs> Is that the double feature? No, I was going to say the transporter, but uh, crank came to mind first for some reason. Oh um, no, so the other thing I will say about sort of like the David Lean stuff uh, mm-hmm. and going back to Lawrence of Arabia, so these mm-hmm. movies, I think, because they are actually set in the same time period. They are. Yeah. It took me so, it, it took me a while to, to realize that. And it's a very good counterpoint because mm-hmm. essentially what you have is you have a character who essentially is... Part of the bourgeoisie. He mm-hmm. is, he's part of the, well, no, no, no. So you, well, okay, you kind of have a couple things. So if you're mm-hmm. looking at the actual slice of life and j- the titular characters, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at just the titular characters, not the, what the actual Zhivago mm-hmm. is the character study for. You have a person who is part of the bourgeoisie mm-hmm. who essentially then um, goes off and becomes one of the peasant peasantry mm-hmm. class uh, and then struggles against that and then kind of like finds his sort of own place within that. And sort of assimilates in a way, right? Mm-hmm. He kind of transforms back into like what Russia is, right? And then in in uh, Lawrence of Arabia, you have this guy who is nameless mm-hmm. and basically kind of a bastard, and he ends up being memorialized almost as almost as royalty in some in some as minds. a revolutionary as a rev yeah. well revolutionary sort of royalty yeah. in a, in a sense, right? He becomes uh, my ca- my counterpoint is that he becomes royalty in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. He becomes like remembered at well i guess shivago does too but he kind of Mm -hmm. finds his place within the people whereas almost you almost get a legendary like because he i guess at the end of shivago shivago is sort of remembered but he's remembered as one of the common people but he wrote writes poetry he's one of us right he's very Mm -hmm. russian Mm -hmm. whereas you have like 
um, Florence of Arabia, who then essentially ascends almost into this legendary godhood that yeah. he, you know, he's only a man, but he kind of becomes this Remember, like you godlike are only figure. A man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in a sense, to these like revolutionaries. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not necessarily honored as a hero and given a place of honor in this life, mm-hmm. but he is remembered and he's used by sort of, again, the Faisals of the mm-hmm. world to sort of further their cause. <laughs> so he becomes a very important figure. Yes. Um, and he's remembered by the British for helping take down the Turks and stuff like that. So like he becomes a sort of a legendary figure where Zhivago kind of goes from being a rich bourgeoisie sort of like cushy life to being sort of like he's one of the common people. I think it's a very sort of interesting counterpoint in two different parts of the world at the same time, basically. Yeah, yeah I, it took me like when you mentioned that, I'm like, no, we're not. Oh, yeah. World War One. What am I talking about? Yeah, and I'm actually glad that we, we, again, to break the kayfabe of the show a little bit, we kind of watched um, Lawrence of Arabia and Dr. Zhivago kind of back-to-back yeah. over the span yeah. of a few days. <laughs> yeah, it was like four days. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was actually it was actually a really good double feature. Yeah, I sense. actually yeah. liked watching them together. And seeing kind it's of... It's hard. Well, it's yeah. very hard. Well, but seeing, like, the same director do two vastly different types of... Well, not they're not vastly different, but, like intercept uh, what do you what's the word yeah foils <laughs> i don't know if they foiled each other i think that yeah. they are their counterpoints maybe of a yeah. similar doing similar things in a different way like you have the stark desert bright harsh landscape versus the the cold dark harsh landscape um just seeing those two together, seeing visually how he contrasted like the foresty wet like cold with the the bright desert from a visual standpoint was really interesting yeah and also like just seeing i'm so glad dr zhivago added some voiceover (laughs) yeah yeah because the narration was i wish that there was more narration but honestly and and again the problems that i had with this movie were the same problems i had with lawrence of arabia is that i got whiplash trying to figure out what the characters were up to whereas i think in lawrence of arabia it made more sense because it is the it is the sort of the the character theme of, an, study of a, the of character a study of a mentally yeah. ill man mm-hmm. versus this, which is again, it's a it's a character study, I think, mm-hmm. but it's also the main story is essentially a slice of life about a man who really doesn't change. But there's a lot of things that happen in the movie that really mm-hmm. aren't explained well. Yeah, it needed Doctor Zhivago needed more voiceover, I think. Mm-hmm. I think so, or at least a few extra scenes of like maybe a little bit more. Like Lean, I think, was a filmmaker who was essentially like you know. I think he assumed his audience was smarter than they than they were, or maybe not necessarily that. It's that he just assumed people would pick up what he was putting down because he knew mm-hmm. the story. Yes. Yeah, but um. it's it's not you. You need to also you need to really know the story. Like you need to have read the book or something. Mm. I don't know if you need to, but I think it helps. I would almost yeah. contend that part of it is you should have an understanding of the history before you go into the movie. That way, yeah. you can ignore most of the history. It's in the back of your mind. You know what happened. At this point in history, you can focus on the characters. You yeah. can focus on what they're doing and how they're reacting. To it really, it to really, everything out. it really helps to have context going yeah. into them. Yeah, and, and I like that too because you mentioned history. These mm-hmm. were both, especially Zhivago more so, mm-hmm. was a very great slice of something that you really don't see in cinema. Yeah, like it, it's an era of history and a place in history mm-hmm. that you really don't see portrayed in films other mm-hmm. than Soviet propaganda films. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's from the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Yes. Yeah, 
You can oh. see why this was banned for a while. Yeah, it was. Well, yeah, I, I know why this was banned for sure. <laughs> it didn't portray communism in the most favorable of lights. Yes. It, it didn't. It wasn't necessarily completely anti-communist, but it didn't portray it favorably. No, well, it didn't really portray a whole lot of things. <laughs> no, it it just um, portrayed Russia as kind of like, why would you want to live there? Yeah. And these people are crazy. Well, like, like when Pavel. I would keep wanting to Pasha. say Pasha. 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 And again, I think that was just her pen name. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Topova. Dipo- uh, when, like, when he was leading that peaceful protest and then they get brutally massacred by the Cossacks. That was, yes. that was, that I, was rough. I think that's what you were looking for in Lawrence of Arabia is they murdered women and children here, okay? They're, yes. They didn't hold back yeah, on that. See, that's, that's what I was yeah. looking for in that mm-hmm. film. And Maybe they did David Lean learned his lesson. <laughs> I think so. Maybe yeah. maybe he went forward in time to listen to this podcast. Friend and and uh, I guess uh, listener of the show, David Lean, from the welcome from the past. Thanks, you're welcome, David Lean. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys have about Doctor Zhivago before we? I guess maybe I'm give just it a saying, like, double I, feature I felt, or something. I felt real bad for Laura, and I was really like, mm-hmm. I was really. I surprisingly felt Zhivago. bad for Laura yes. in the end because I thought yeah. it was going to be like I, I was getting mad well, at her preemptively was, for being a homewrecker. Yeah. But she was the one that was all like, "No, don't, don't mm-hmm. lie to your wife." And the mm-hmm. only reason she got with Zhivago is because she was worn down after years and years of trying to find mm-hmm. her husband and the yes. loneliness. And like being a single mother for mm-hmm. so long, like That's she hard. her 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 what's not character her resolve was worn down mm-hmm. over years of loneliness, whereas Javago was just like, oh ooh pretty woman, <laughs> thinking with the wrong head. Yeah, Piece of crap. Yeah. Um, the the poetry head. <laughs> the, poetry <laughs> the poetry head. head. Not the yeah. rational head, the poetry <laughs> head. No, I was like when this I is your head on poetry. When, <laughs> when it when it showed like kind of he'd had this um he'd had the this affair with Laura for a few months and then like it shows him in the garden with his wife Who's and she she turns to the side and you see she's pregnant yes. Tonya's pregnant and I was literally like you son of a <laughs> well because I was because so she's mad. he's also not helping her in the garden is I mean, the thing yeah. She's nine months pregnant. You're you're having her do all this like heavy lifting. Listen, listen, look. She's doing the housework like a good Mm -hmm. wife while he goes off and does his day job, which is Mm -hmm. bang Laura (laughs) and write poetry. Tanya's just the best character because they they establish quite clearly at the beginning she came back from Paris where she was getting her education. She was a rich person, or not rich as rich as some. She came back to be aristocratic. Um, and then she goes from that to living under communism, where her things are being taken out of her house. There are now, and, and the only reason she stayed was because she loved Chicago. She is like just the ideal peak of woman in this movie. Like, oh yeah. my god, she is basically a saint. She is what a Chad. Yes, she's the Chad among women. <laughs> she's the Chad of women. This movie is the what do we call it? The the David Lean of Doctor Citizen Kane. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's something. The Citizen Kane of movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess on a um, um, on a scale of uh, did I say what we we rated oh, it before? I can't Maybe. remember. I I gave it all right. So before just so we have it, yes. I gave it a tentative. I have here, and I think it's two point five. Mm-hmm. Anna, you gave it a tentative two, and Michael, you gave it a tentative four. So okay. what are we what are we putting this at now? 
I drop down um, a lot. <laughs> I think my problem between this and Lawrence of Arabia is I felt in Lawrence the history integrated itself much more importantly into the plot. Mm. In this one, my impression was that the history was also there. And again, after we had this long discussion about it, I'm going, the story <laughs> was also there, but none of it was... None of it felt like it was trying to draw your focus at m any more than any other aspect of this movie. Like, you could watch it and go, oh, this is the history of things that was happening. You could watch it and go, this is the history of Dr. Shivago. Or you could watch it and go, this is the character arc of Alec Guinness as <laughs> Dr. Shivago's half-brother. None of it stood out enough as a, this is what the movie's about to me, necessarily, to really... I wanted to see what was happening, but I, I didn't feel as involved in the movie as I did with Lawrence of Arabia. So I dropped it down to like 2.7. Wow. 2.7. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, it was a great movie. It was super well done. But uh, I don't know. It just, the narrative itself wasn't enough to, yeah, to it tell didn't, me it what didn't it was trying to do. Was... Yeah. And again, after having all of these discussion points, I still am not sure which one I was supposed to focus on the most, even though it's called... Dr. Shivago. I was lost at the end of the movie. Maybe that's he just had me being dumb. Oh, he did. I'm glad he had a heart attack that bastard. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm actually glad. I'll never yeah. forgive him for what that's, he did to that's Tanya. That's why yeah. you, when you're past a certain age, you need to really talk to your doctor before you <laughs> run after. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> run after this person who's probably not even the woman you yeah. love. We know the last time you thought you saw Tanya, it wasn't Tanya. This time when you're seeing Lara, probably not Lara. Probably not. We don't even know if it was Lara. I don't yeah, we think, don't. No, viewer. no, I think it actually was yeah. Lara. Because remember, she shows she shows up at the funeral, and she was saying, I, I've been in Moscow. I, I need oh, you know what? Yeah, I've been that's trying right. To find it my was. Daughter. Those fucking throwaway lines. Yeah. See? Ah. See? You miss a single thing. That's the problem with the lean films. Yeah. You miss a single thing, and you're <laughs> like, what the yeah. heck is going Whereas on? Whereas the modern day film, it goes, okay, this is exactly what the movie's about. Just get used to it. Uh -huh. This movie's like, um, you'll figure it out, or if you don't, you'll have to watch it again to figure it out, or read that. Maybe care. that's how. Maybe that's why people like yeah. saw get, this movie so much in Lawrence Arabia with this movie. Like when you walked in the movie theater, did they hand out the usher saw you to your seat and said, "Here's your playbill, so you know what the movie's about." You know, yeah, it's like like if you're watching an opera or a ballet, you yeah. need that because otherwise. Yeah. Especially if it's in a different language and they don't have subtitles up there for you. You have no idea what's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Just mind-boggling. Um, so, so you're 2.7. Anna, what about um, you? I am going to come up. I, I'm also going to give this a 3.5, I would say. Okay. Like, because I think David Lean is such a fantastic vi visual mm -hmm. storyteller if you already know what's going on. And if, if they had explained a little better, done a little bit more, either more voiceovers or stuff, I, I would have put this up to a four. Mm -hmm. But because you have to infer so much, and if you miss a single line, you miss so much context. Yes. I will say, I, I think I do have to make this a 3.5. But I am coming up from a two because I did enjoy the heck out of it. Mm -hmm. Like, the yeah. visuals are stunning. And even though Dr. Javago is a piece of crap, I did actually mm -hmm. like... Omar Sharif. I, I think yeah. yeah. I think it was the same was the same so thing with good. with um that I had the same problem that I had with uh, Lawrence of Arabia with Peter O'Toole. I love his performance. Fantastic actor. Great actor. Didn't like the character. Yeah. 
I actually even kind of like the character. I think, yes, he... he did. I think Zhivago was a good character up until a certain point. He was almost mm-hmm. like a drug addict. Yes. Oh, and and Lara was him. his heroine, you know? Yeah. Like or he, he was just a, a man with his own vices and Lara was his mistress. That, well... <laughs> yeah, that too. Potato, potato. Yeah. <laughs> I, so... Yeah. I think I'm gonna... I'm gonna go up from a 2.5. And I think I actually enjoyed this movie after having thought about it. Mm-hmm. And I think in the moment, I think I actually ended up liking it at the end more because... It did have a very satisfying It has satisfying ending to me. Yeah. More so than Lawrence of Arabia, which was just like, oh, he just drives off into the desert and then you know he, like, dies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, eventually. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's poignant for his character, but it just didn't resonate with yes. me as much. Otherwise, again, I rated that movie a four. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to give this one a 4.25. Oh. I like this movie better than Lawrence of Arabia. And I here's the reasons, uh, again, why. And obviously, I've said all this before. I think a lot of it, I was actually going to go a little bit lower than Lawrence of Arabia. But I think in this con- course of this conversation, I think my, you, Michael, have convinced me of all people yeah. to basically bring this up. Because... I didn't realize it the lowest score. You did. You're welcome. But I think it put it in perspective for me to go back and say, well, one, I enjoyed watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed mm-hmm. sitting through all three, Absolutely. almost three and a half hours of this movie. <laughs> I wanted to watch it. That's number one. So I enjoyed it. Two, it had a lot of, it had a lot of like more of these sort of like, weirdly enough, it had less action, but more violence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it was a... I liked the landscape more, like mm-hmm. the stark beauty of the of mm-hmm. the Russian sort of countryside. And three, I think it also felt more like a Russian novel because yeah, you didn't have a traditional sort of like mm-hmm. bad guy. You had a lot of people doing just their own questionable thing. things yeah. and doing their own things, more which is a very Russian stuff, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had like again this this good character who's a very saintly figure, mm-hmm. um, Tanya the wife. Mm-hmm. You also had a sort of a person, the foil who learns something, which mm-hmm. is uh, the brother, right? Yes. Yes. Because it's never the main character <laughs> in a Russian novel who learns something. Yes. It's always some other well, character. Well, like in Anna Karenina. Yes. You know, it's not yeah. Anna, it's Levin. Yeah, it's Levin who learns the important Thank lesson. I'm remembering those names, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, too, I think the reason why, again, I, I lost a lot of interest for it for a little while, even though I liked watching it, was mm-hmm. that, like, why am I watching this if Zhivago, who's the main character, is no longer mm-hmm. likable? I It is because, and you put it in perspective for me, mm-hmm. that... Zhivago is not, it's not a character study about him. Mm -hmm. He's the slice of life and he essentially has sort of like, you know, it's his poetry. It's Mm -hmm. this duality that he has in him. (laughs) He loves his wife, but he loves poetry and Lara is his muse. And for, for me, I didn't really see, I think there could have been a few. The reason why it's not five for me is because Mm -hmm. Lean did not put it one lean kind of jumbles a few things here and there that you mm-hmm. have to follow mm-hmm. and it's hard to but two lean did not necessarily make it clear enough that mm-hmm. laura mm-hmm. was his muse until the very or end. maybe yes. even if he had like when he was in that field hospital with laura maybe shown him writing poetry mm-hmm. which i well you kind of do because he actually kind of right he does write in his letters a lot about laura and that's yes. and that is the reason it's not mm-hmm. shown, but it's kind of told and in a throwaway. His wife Tanya line. is like, oh, are we going to see that sweet girl Lara again? Yeah, like, even oh, then she doesn't suspect anything. Oh. Yeah, and it was again because it was You're a very Russian thing. Yeah, 
it was a very good Russian, like, an adaptation of, again, much in the same way that Anna Karenina was, but in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. Anna Karenina was great because it was so unique. Yes. Right? I, was, I want to watch that movie again. I also want to watch that movie <laughs> again. Um, honestly, that's probably what I would double feature this movie with. Dude. And that's a whole yeah. day. <laughs> watch Anna Karenina, the, the Keira Knightley version, and then also watch this movie. Yeah. Fun fact, uh, Kiara Knightley also did a 2002 remake of Dr. Zhivago as a miniseries. Oh, it was a miniseries? Yeah. Oh, so we and don't she, have to do that. Starring yeah. Sam Neill as uh, Victor. Whoa. You are kidding me. Yeah, That's it's, a it's, beautiful choice. Kiara, yeah. Kiara Knightley as... Kiara? Kiara Knightley as Lara, Hans Mathiasen as Zhivago, and Sam Neill as Komarovsky. Hans Mathias and he played Marius in like the the nineteen ninety eight Les Mis with Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson was in Les Mis. Yeah, yeah it was oh, Le- opposite, opposite of Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey as, Rush. As, um, Uma Thurman. Yeah, Uma Thurman was in the movie as Fantine. Yes, and um, oh. How have I missed this? I can't I've seen this. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, and Hans Mathiasen played Marius, the young I mean, man Jeffrey who falls in love with. Yeah. Yeah, Jeffrey Rush um, was Javert. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's not the musical. It's about the, it's, it's based on the book. Yeah, it's the the musical is based on the book, honey. <laughs> yeah, but it's the it's the actual dramatization, yeah. not yeah. the musical. Version. Yeah, not the music. Yeah. <laughs> musical probably does a better job of convincing. Oh, yeah, I mean it's it's a as long is always the, the case with I will say in, French novels and Russian ones. In yeah. in that movie, um, I I okay, I take offense to that because the French novels are garbage and the Russian ones. Are whoa, great. whoa, whoa, whoa! Back the truck up. I love me some good French novels. Okay. The only thing the French did well were baguettes and violent horror films of the early two thousands. <laughs> I, I will not slowly back Victor Hugo. He's, he's trash author, but other French novelists. Did you know that Victor Hugo is actually um, sucked his own dick? Uh, well, he probably tried. Because of him, there's actually in uh, Vietnam a uh, a weird like occult religion that's based on Victor Hugo as his prophet. I can't remember what it's called. What? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, because he was like he was so anti-French. As far yeah, as like his wow. like literature, because yeah. he was exiled, and he was also into weird occult stuff. He was also apparently talking to like some like outer like like archangels and like outer oh like God. demons oh and stuff God. like that through like like Ouija boards, <laughs> and that's how he wrote a bunch of his like stories and stuff. That's and, why all this stuff is so bad because demons don't know how to cater to a modern audience. <laughs> yeah, they don't. <laughs> Golly. Uh, and but apparently he was extraordinarily popular in Vietnam, and because of that, like a bunch of like the writings that he had that were not like that were occult books and yeah. not necessarily like the other things were published there, and they got a wow. following, and it started sort of this weird religious cult, which is still around to today and has like multiple thousands of members. Oh my god. Vietnam is weird, man. <laughs> Great food. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, the trees talk uh, but no, that's, I think, again, I like Zhivago better than Lawrence mm-hmm. of Arabia, but not by much. Wow. But I think it was just a starkly beautiful film. Okay. And was I was, beautiful. enjoyed all of it, even if I had some stuff about it that I would have changed and would have <laughs> liked better. But I think, yeah, again, I would watch this again, for sure. Okay. Right on. So what did you rate it? Uh, 4.25. 4.25. Wow. And it just goes to show you, like, the Russians, like, you know, yeah. you have your, you have, you go home to your wife, and your day job is to go do poetry and bang this other chick. And the wife is supportive. <laughs> One final thing I want to bring up, at least from my end before we close this out. 
hum one bar of Lara's theme. I don't. I'm glad she can remember it. I completely forgot it after. Okay, that is one thing I was gonna say. As I was listening to the soundtrack, and I turned to you, Mike, and I'm like, this. This does not scream to me three days of banging your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It didn't. However, I will say, unless it was medium. Okay, Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia's theme in Lawrence of Arabia was a great Way theme. Better. However, mm-hmm. I think the overall soundtrack of Zhivago, I think I like more. I'm on the opposite end. I way like uh, Lawrence of Arabia's soundtrack better. I don't think there's a standout track in Zhivago, but I think mm-hmm. Zhivago had overall, it felt it felt better to okay. me because Lawrence of Arabia had sometimes those little weird whimsical moments moments that just mm-hmm. felt out of place and I didn't like. Okay. Whereas when Lawrence's theme came up, I'm like, yes! I think I it had... Like, kind of like the Bedouin music. It was like, it was like when you, you know like a um, when you talk about an album where it's like, you know, it's the same band and there's like, all right, yeah, their first album was a great album, mm-hmm. but their second album had it's way better standout tracks, <laughs> but it wasn't a better album. Yeah, yeah. It's that. To me, Zhivago was a better soundtrack, mm-hmm. but Lawrence of Arabia was, had like a better theme. Oh, it had a better banger okay. thing. Okay. I respectfully disagree. Uh, Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up here? No. I'm good now. Cool. Well, as always, it's been uh, very fun, and we'll see you guys on the other... Not the other side, but in another episode. (laughs) another episode. Peace. See ya. And I wonder if it really was. I think it was always was show business. I think they were pretending to be factories. And it was still show business. I heard myself speaking these terrible corny lines, and there I was stuck with $350,000 worth of show that I had to get on somehow. Plus, at the time, oh, they were real jerks. Plus, plus, at the time, really pieces of work. Plus, plus, at the time. Did you see Armageddon? I assure you that I would rather have been shot. Plus, plus, at the time. Did you see Armageddon? I assure you that I would rather have been shot. I really did, because he was a monster. But they all were, or almost all of them, those guys. He came on as a monster, you know. He snarled at you, like that. Plus, plus, at the time. He was a monster, you know. Plus, plus, at the time. I assure you that I would rather have been shot. Follow us on Twitter at MWNS Podcast or contact us at MWNS Podcast at ProtonMail.com. All music used in this episode is produced by Young Carts and used with license. <laughs>